You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. It's March 2nd, 2023, and you're listening to episode 325 of the PHP Ugly Podcast, a weekly developer podcast where we focus on the PHP development programming language and community. We get together every Thursday night around 9 p.m. Pacific time here in the U.S., and me and a couple of my friends talk coding, talk tech, talk about whatever comes to our to our minds, which can wonder a lot. Uh, we'd like to thank a few people for helping make this podcast just a little better. Our sponsor, HoneyBadger.io, and our Patreons on Patreon.com. We'll talk about all of them a little later in the show. But for now, let me get into it. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me tonight, if I can set this up correctly, is John Congdon. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I love and it. He can't, he, he can't say anything. Tom, right up. Hello. I look so I real, I re- side by side. I realize why he wants to use this. He doesn't even why? have to tell us anymore. So he can get through the opening without us talking over him. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that benefit. Yeah, that worked out really Didn't good. take that at all. That hadn't even come up in my mind. We must have just lost Tom. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I do that to you once, and you lose your mind. So if, if if you're a listener of the show, you know what's going on this week. We, we're using Restream. Tom is not a listener of the show. He has no idea why he's on Restream tonight, but let's see where this goes. Um, what do you guys like? Do you guys like you like this, or you like this? Yeah, like that? This way. I like, oh, I like this. <laughs> you were so to me. <laughs> Dickhead mode. <laughs> All right. Lots I, I do talk. I got, yeah, I do got to say, I like being able to hear the intro like in real time, not delayed on YouTube. Like it was just energizing <laughs> coming into the show. Right. I, 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 I am so sorry you guys missed out on that. And I don't know if you noticed for the listeners of the show, we're using some a new setup for the live stream. So if you're listening to audio podcasts, half the show is probably not going to make sense to, to you. But I don't know if you noticed, John, not only do you hear it and not only do you see it, like I'm not having to share my screen. You're seeing what the what the people watching the show are seeing. Um, but did you notice there was a countdown as well that, that was showing you how much more time was in that video? Oh, no, I wasn't paying attention. I was just listening and grooving. So when we run our little honey badger ad, look at the top. It, it, it tells you you're on mute, but it also gives you a countdown of how much more time is left in the video. So there's some we're, we're already learning pretty quickly. There's a lot of pros and cons to this new setup. The biggest con for me personally is I can't use my stream deck. Like I can't, I, I might be able to use my stream deck. I haven't. I haven't really explored it a lot because I use Stream Deck through Linux and the app that you use kind of is able to reach into a lot of applications, but 
I need to uh, I need to play around with it a little bit. But um, yeah, kind of kind of a learning process. You might notice like our Discord uh, is not showing up. Um, I mean, there are ways to show it. Yeah, I can I can do like this whole number. Oh, and I guess only new comments come up. I'm not even yeah. seeing uh, new comments. <clears throat> Well, yeah, nobody's I don't typed know. since you nobody's typed since you showed it. Oh, so there, there we go. go. Yeah, so that's that's how chat would run. I don't know. We can talk about it later if we like this or don't like this, but uh, yeah. So where should we start? Should we? I, I guess we should give the floor to Tom first, right? Because Tom has had a very active week. Oh God. Let's hear it, Tom. Where I are you moved. at, buddy? Yeah, this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Boom. Look at that. Your big screen. Your big head now. Give me uh, your yes. big head. I moved. It is uh, a horrible experience. I don't recommend anyone go through. And uh, I am now in my new home office. You can see my elephant collection here and my empty but soon-to-be-full server rack back here. It's a beauty. You even see a little bit of your Mac. There to the... See uh, my work, my work Mac. Just enough to not be a security risk. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I have an office. Uh, the the cats, not so much. They did not enjoy the move at all. Cats normally don't. Yeah, I don't think the dog knows we moved yet. <clears throat> But the cats are very much aware. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, where, where are you at in the moving process? Are you completely done? What's going on? I, I know you're doing some home renovations. Is, is that done? The renovations are complete. Uh, but we have a garage completely filled to the brim with boxes that contain a lot of mystery items. Hopefully stuff to go on your walls. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some I've got some sound damping material coming in tomorrow and I've got some new lighting coming in because if I were to turn on my office lights now it would blind everybody. Uh it is way too bright in here. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, it's you know, only only two panic attacks for this move, which Not uh, bad. wasn't that bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Cool. Still unpleasant experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. hopefully the last one for a very long time. God, I hope so. <laughs> All right, uh, John, you want to go next? Or are you? No, I no. I have a question for you. Okay. How are the divorce proceedings coming? <laughs> what are you talking? What did you do? <laughs> I'm not even sure what I did. What do you mean you don't know what you did? Your wife posted it all over the internet. What? <laughs> what did I miss? I don't posted, Facebook, dude. She she posted a chat in your family chat of one of your kids wanting to do a Zoom, and you oh. saying <laughs> you you made the comment that your wife wants to get another dog, so she's going to be uh, looking for a place to stay once the divorce papers come in or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but she 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 called me on it. There's there's a particular dog that I, that I'm kind of keen towards. Uh, 
I don't know what you call them. They're like it's the, this little little yappy dog, which I'm not a big yappy dog person, but there's this one at the park specifically that is literally a fraction of the size of my dog and acts like she's ten <laughs> times bigger than my dog. And she shared goes it in Discord. Oh, oh, did she? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, she shared the she shared the t- get to work. Aren't you supposed to be working? Work. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll share the if I find the video, I'll share the video in Discord as well. There's this little dog that that I, I'm just I'm infatuated with. It's the Is funniest it like little, a, like a Chihuahua or a Terrier. Not a not a Chihuahua. Uh, Fr- French bulldog. French bulldog. There you go. French yeah, I, it, that, that was on me. Not not the blonde TJ. They're not too happy. <laughs> blonde JT. Yeah, th- this dog. This dog's hysterical. I'll, I'll find it, but yeah. Um, so why don't, why don't I go and talk a little bit about my week because uh, I want to I want to keep things light and happy. <laughs> <laughs> I have had an exciting week, and I've got I've got to say I've been programming a lot. Uh, I've been doing I've been rewriting the PHP Roundtable uh, website finally. Um, I, when I took it over from Sammy, Sammy had had this great site. A Laravel, it, it was already a Laravel site, so I was able to kind of get into it and understand how things work. But he, he has all these like different processes and stuff that I've kind of started tr- stripping out a little bit because he was just way better at it than I was. But I started rewriting the whole thing in Laravel 10 with Tailwind. So my biggest, my biggest driver to re kind of doing a complete rewrite is I kept trying to uh, shoehorn in tailwind into the existing site i got livewire in there i got my filament back in in there um i was really happy with all that but i was trying to shoehorn tailwind into it and it just never it just never worked correctly it already had a bunch of css i couldn't get the i couldn't get tailwind to really match what was there and it, it was just funky so i'm just i'm like all right i'm just gonna start from scratch so i understand everything that's in the site inside and out and I understand how everything works, and I don't have to go like digging every time something breaks and try to figure out how it's working, which I'm still going to have to do. But at least it'll be my code that I'm angry about. Not that I was ever angry at, at Sammy. Sammy had a fantastic system. I, I'm going to tell you, as somebody who's done a podcast for a very long time, I see what Sam had put together. Sammy had put together for a PHP roundtable. We should be ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> he had this whole workflow of like shows he's working on, developer shout outs, sponsor uh, ad stuff. I mean, everything would just and everything tied together. I'm like, yeah, we should probably do something like that. It seems like a good idea. <laughs> but also the the other thing about it, and I I almost streamed yesterday, but uh, John beat me to it because I guess he wanted to show everybody him eating in his office for whatever reason. That was like one of those weird <laughs> moments, but whatever. But I might stream this weekend. I don't know. We'll see. But I struggle so hard with front-end work in CSS and even Tailwind. Like Tailwind, I feel like I do better than just about any other of those framework sort of uh, CSS, like Bootstrap or anything else and don't even be started with just straight css i can't do it i'm i'm an idiot uh it's not that you're an idiot css just sucks thank you 
<laughs> I thought it was me. I was like, how, how can I code PHP and I can't get this little circle to shrink down? What the hell? It's, it, I have to say, it's one of the first things I say in an interview uh, where they, they ask, am I full stack? And I say, development, yes. Design, I will never touch it. If you want me to move a pixel around the screen, I will not do it. It's interesting. Well, I'm happy. I'm not the only one like that. Yeah, JavaScript front end, PHP back end, MySQL stuff like that. But you're not going to get me to touch CSS ever again. I want to. Like, I want to be good at it. I want to be able to uh, to put together nice sites. Uh, we we're already kind of John and I are having some private internal conversations that we won't release to the public about wanting to redo the PHP architect website. So just <laughs> hush, don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> but I really want to be the one that does it because I just, I, it's that, it's that sense of satisfaction. Like you can, you can write the most eloquent code in the back end, and another developer might slip in and say, wow, I love working with your APIs or I love working with your code. It's so clean. It's so easy. I've had those conversations with other developers. Thank you. I hate your front end. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> nobody's ever had that conversation with me. It's just like this weird thing. I don't know. But like the front end, the front end, like everybody sees. And it's it's like, wow, I love it. I love the web. Like if somebody says they like a website, they're talking about the front end. They really don't care about any of the backend stuff that's going on. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. How many straight? I've had to explain my job to people in a way that doesn't involve the front end where I'm like, yeah, you know, I build websites and they're like, oh, you like pictures and like design and stuff. I'm like, no, the real part. How? <laughs> I, I actually make it work. Yeah. The part where we <laughs> accept money and, you know, give, provide a service. Now, the, I, stuff I, you, the stuff you want to actually do, not the way it looks. Yeah, not a shot at front end because the people who do that design stuff, hey, I, we couldn't do this without you. Uh, but people just don't uh, have an understanding that there is a back end to websites, that it's not just the thing that the picture that you see. I don't know. BBS has got along pretty well for a long time with no real UI. Are you kidding me? They invented the UI. BBS has invented ASCIIard and, and <laughs> that's true. all that. That's stuff. true. Yeah. Because before BBSs were just like, what, phone, group phone lines? <laughs> that was the best you could do? 900 my, numbers. My, my CSS skills involve taking somebody else to CSS and then ramming a bunch of style equals into elements all over yeah. the place and, <laughs> until things are broken. And then they're like, don't use the style tag. I'm like, it worked. <laughs> it broke 17 other things, but what I wanted to do, it works. And then, and then tech, man, boy, we've really picked up some steam with tech and I really want to share, but I'm sure John won't let me. Uh, we, could we, we could share the, the one that's signed. If you want to share something. We we have we have a signature. On which one? The big one? Uh, no, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> now we might not want to say what uh, on, on the one I'm working with. No, the one I worked with. Yours isn't signed, uh, is it? I I didn't think so. That's why I was surprised to hear that because I hadn't seen it come. No, 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 no. The one the one I was working with is signed. All right, go ahead and share it. Yeah. Uh, 
So coming on as a bronze sponsor of PHP Tech is Platform.sh. Platform.sh. So we're we still, they just signed yesterday. So we're still waiting to get all of the assets, you know, to update the website and start releasing things. But super we, excited about that. Yep. And we, we, and we have bigger. a couple more. We have a couple more in the works, which is nice. You got a couple of big ones coming. A couple of a uh, couple of silver, uh, silver, gold. It's uh, it's exciting. It's, and then I don't know if you also noticed today, John, the tickets are starting to really come in. Yeah, I'm like, I saw that. So happy! Like, and early birds coming to an end. You guys, if you want to get tickets, this is it. Like, you're the last next couple of weeks, and it, it's over. Uh, we, but, we announced on the show March 10th. March. 10th, yes. I, I will tell you officially it is March 10th. In the actual software, it's not March 10th. <laughs> this is just like Wave. This is exactly how the whole thing happened at Wave. <laughs> Anyways, people are really starting to take advantage of that early bird. We get, we're get having companies buy multiple tickets now, so that's really exciting to see those coming in. So you want to get your talk to your bosses, or if you are a boss, you want to you want to do this now. And we're still taking sponsors. We're not done with sponsors. So if you want to want to be a sponsor, we 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 got a nice little lineup uh, forming right now. Uh, we just got to get contracts signed. Yeah, <laughs> I, was I was part. I was talking with somebody else. You know, having sponsors, having a nice vendor area where you know attendees mingle is important. So it's nice having sponsors around. Ha- if you have a company with multiple developers or even a single developer, continuing to improve their skills makes them want to stay with you. If you're not helping them uh, enhance their skills somehow, they're going to find a company that will do so. So take advantage. Like People like working for places that help them get better. You know, And that's just a fact. I think I've heard too many horror stories of companies not wanting to send people because they're afraid they're going to lose them. Right. But not right. sending them is how you're going to lose them, not by sending them. Right. Or, or making them go by the, you know, making them pay their way. Like if, if I worked for a company where I was doing PHP development and I wanted to go to a conference like PHP <laughs> tech to better myself and the company told me, no, we're not going to pay for it. And I had to take vacation and pay for it myself. You can best believe I'm going to that conference looking for a company that sees the value of sending their employees to, to a conference. Exactly. And I mean, if, if you are a company that does a bunch of PHP work and you want to see the type of developers who see the value in going to conferences and want to better themselves again that's where you want to be you it's it's a literal gold mine of php developers and that's if you look if you've got a shop and you need php developers and hint nudge nudge php tech is the place to be <laughs> all right john what about your week how was your week i feel like i missed something that big i wanted <clears throat> to talk about did i miss, did we talk about anything else john i don't think so Okay. About what? All right. Oh, with tech, I don't know. I'm sh- yeah. It, it's going to be a focus over the next three months, two months. Oh my gosh! It's yeah, for only sure. seventy some days away. We got to get our uh, got to get our equipment out there. All right. What about you, yeah. John? How was your week? 
Oh, it was good and bad. Good and bad. Um, That's better than previously. Yeah. Well, un- unfortunately, uh, the owner had a terrible birthday. <laughs> we ended up uh, losing a few of our developers uh, on the team, which was not fun. It was hard to go through. But they, <clears throat> they, they all have landed on their feet and they're doing doing well, so that's good. But it, it was definitely a sad, sad time. Uh, saying bye to anybody sucks, but things happen, you know. It's, it's where things are at. But we're continuing to uh, build out, and like I got to work on some amazing inbound code uh, to take inbound phone calls today. Uh, I'm working closely with some other developers that, you know, I've worked with close, closely in the past and it's, I see nothing but good things ahead. So happy there. Uh, like Eric said, we, uh, selling more tickets. So that's always a high, uh, I got to have, have a couple of beers with one of my really good friends yesterday and had a really good talk with him. I hope he enjoyed it as well. And yeah, that was, that was probably the high of my week. It was good. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think they enjoyed their, uh, their beer with you. All right. Um, I, I got caught up. I'm looking for that video. Cause I know I, I know I have it somewhere. Cause I shared oh. it in her family chat. It's, it's a, it's a French bulldog. We got it. <laughs> No, but you gotta you gotta see this guy in action. He's amazing. All right, well, I don't know where it's at. I'm gonna have to find it later. I'll put it in Discord when I find it. I promise. Andrew Andrew brought up a good point in Discord, which it's sad that we don't have it on our stream anymore or for now. What's that Discord? But yeah, uh, Andrew Woods in Discord said some companies say, "What if I spend money on people and they leave?" To which you should reply, "But what if you don't and they stay?" You know, if they're not, Ooh. if they're not getting better, you, you're stagnating, right? You're, you're not going to grow your business as well as you could. Yeah. Right. Also, they're your employees, not your property. So, like, you're supposed to be paying them. You, I, I, I get the argument. Like, if we, if we pay them to go to this thing and then they leave because they went to this thing, then it's like. But that's not what happens. <laughs> this whole Christian is it because I said his name, his full name? I don't know why I did. <laughs> I instead of saying A Woods, I actually use his full name, and your kids calling me out on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. If, I, mean, his, if I knew his middle name, I'd use it. How do we feel? I don't know. How do we feel about the? I don't know how I feel. I keep going back and forth on the on the chat inside there. I mean, I could share the the, the Discord window as another window, but that still isn't that good. I don't know. If you're if you're listening to the audio stream, this is this is you should feel good about yourself because the, sh- the show should be the same. Ideally, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. We haven't seen the quality of the audio for that uh, restream generate. So we'll. We'll find out. And, of course, we didn't go with the backup because Eric said, no, we don't need it. No backups. We live life on the edge now. That's how we roll. 
Hey, your computer's not crashing this time, this week. And even if it does crash, well, I mean, I assume everything keeps going. I don't know. As soon as you say that, a <laughs> pop-up about the connection comes Right, so that, that's what you missed out on last week, Tom. We had all sorts of issues last week with uh, OBS. We had to restart the stream like two or three times. I think I think officially we restarted it twice. I no, I, I heard about it because Discord specifically called me out for my lack of my non presence creating the issues. That it it was because I wasn't there to stabilize the stream. Yeah, that, they're giving you a lot of credit, aren't they? <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, we've gone a very long time without really having issues, so that was different. It, I I couldn't figure it out. I had no idea. Actually, I think I do know what it was. It's so weird. I don't know if this was the problem or not. You guys are John. I know you remember. Uh, I had a problem for a while with like uh, my my system seemed to like lose its audio driver and I would have to like reload the audio driver. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could never figure out what it was, but I hadn't had the problem for a very long time. And then the other day I had it again. And the only thing I was doing different is I had stopped using the Spotify client for Linux. And I was just using Spotify through the browser or I would just, use uh pandora or something i think that's why i started doing it because i was getting tired of spotify i was jumping around to different music services and i noticed i hadn't had the problem and then i started using the spotify client again and i I had that issue that i had before where i had to reload the driver because my youtube videos wouldn't play anymore and then we had all sorts of weird problems with the stream and so i stopped using the now, I did I hadn't put that together at the time, but I, I haven't used Spotify, the Spotify client since then, because I had a reboot and I just never launched it again and I haven't had a problem. It's I'm <laughs> telling you, I think it's that Spotify client. Interesting. Pretty, pretty sure, pretty sure. Yeah. So uh right. All right. Uh, where are we at on time? We're doing oh man, we're already a half hour into this, huh? All right, I, I found my video. I'm gonna drop that in Discord. Why don't we go ahead and go? Let me drop that in Discord for the Discord people. And let's go ahead and go to one of our wonderful sponsors, which there may be more in the future. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> but for now, thanks to Honey Badger. Honey Badger has been a sponsor of ours for a very long time. We do appreciate their support. When you're in production, a thousand things can go wrong. You could deploy a bug in your latest release. Your background jobs can silently fail. Someone could trip over the network cable at your data center. And this all comes back to you. You need to know when bad things happen and be able to respond to them quickly. That's why we built HoneyBadger. It's easy to install HoneyBadger in your back-end applications and front-end JavaScript. It only takes a few minutes of configuration and you'll have monitoring done. That's because we hook into popular web frameworks, job systems, and the browser so that when any of them crash, we can automatically let you know. We ping your application from our global fleet of servers to let you know about problems with connectivity, latency, and SSL certificates. And we monitor your recurring jobs to see if any of them stop recurring. 
When there's a problem, we alert your team using the tools you already use. We can create issues in GitHub, Jira, and other issue trackers, and send notifications via Slack, PagerDuty, or other channels. When you click through, you'll be taken to detailed information on the error. You'll see things like request parameters, headers, user information, and the backtrace. Click on any line of the backtrace to view it in GitHub, Bitbucket, or your local editor. When you fix a problem, just mark it resolved and follow up with the affected user. That's HoneyBadger, where the monitoring tool for web developers who'd rather be, well, developing. Thank you, Thank you Honey Badger. Honey Badger. I, I was going to end it early, and I'm like, I just told him to watch that that timer. So, like, it had three seconds. If they just popped up, it might freak them out. <laughs> there's no there's no timer on my side. Oh, you guys don't see the timer? No. Nope. Oh, but you hear it, right? You hear the commercial? Yeah. 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 I see it so here. This, just, this is interesting. No I wonder, historically, and you, you, I don't think... I don't think we've ever shared with with the viewers. Historically, we have back channel conversations during the commercials, but with restream, we can't do that. All of our mics get muted, so we can't talk to each other while the commercial is going. But one of the things we used to do is we'd say somebody grab the time, and somebody would take the the, the mark of the time because the way I put the audio podcast together was separate from what we did through OBS. I assume now we don't have to worry about that. The commercial is in the audio file, I would think. It was in the oh, it wasn't in the audio file before. Right. It wasn't in the audio file before because the audio oh. file was from that Zencaster we were using. Which didn't take your system sound as well. Right. Got, gotcha. I, I just realized that with the play, I'm like, hey. I don't care what time this thing is playing. It's I already it's already in there. That's awesome. Let's Good see. point. Let's see how it works. Well, it was at right at thirty minutes. If <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I can tell you that much. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk PHP or do you, do we want to get into a few things? Do you want to talk about anything else? I I need to just I need to put my brilliant idea out there. <clears throat> just so someone who's got more ambition than me will do it. But haircuts at airports, you've got like an hour and a half layover, get a haircut. Or like you're headed to like what? a corporate event, get a haircut. This is a very random topic. Why? Not, are, you, are you saying I need a haircut? Like I actually didn't no. wear a hat tonight. It's the first time I haven't worn a hat in like eight months. I very much, I very much need a haircut and I'm having trouble finding time to do it. So you're gonna, are you thinking about doing it on your way to tech? Yeah, well, I've well, I've got to go to uh, San Jose next week. So <clears throat> I have to get all dressed up nicely. I am uh, officially a tech lead now. What conversation my... are we having here? You just wanted to tell people you you you're planning on getting your haircut at the airport? Like I wish I could. <laughs> I can't. They don't do haircuts at airports. It, it's a thing that would make sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> People that have a place they go get their haircut usually. I don't. Yeah. That's how it works. I just like find the closest place that well, has. Find like the closest place, place to you in the next week. One well, no, hour, two days. I leave on Sunday. <sighs> what happened? 
Wait, what's going on? Oh, I already moved. I already moved it over. It's already in Discord. We got to talk about it now. Release what manager. Is? Release manager. And yeah, put that up. Boom. Release manager for release manager for eight point three has been announced for PHP eight point three release manager. Yes, I have been asked if I was going to put my name in the hat. I will not give them the satisfaction again. No, I've got too much going <laughs> on, man. I've got uh, conferences I'm working on. I, d- I have seen some names that have been going in. Eric Mann, uh, who so, writes for PHP Architect. So this isn't announcing the release managers. They've opened up. The, you can submit to right. You could submit to be a release manager. So right, Eric. Third so, times a charm. So it wouldn't be. Would it be a third? No, I didn't do it a second time, did I? No, yeah, you just complained the second time. Yeah, I, that, no, that's 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 my mo moving forward. I'm just going to complain about it moving forward. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of pulling for Eric Mann. I mean, it would be nice to have an Eric finally as a release manager. I I think it's long overdue. Uh, I'm I'm party Eric for sure. Uh, a couple other people have stepped up. I don't know exactly what the plan is. Um, they've been trying. They they tried. I think for the last two releases, eight. Or no, eight point one and eight point two. I think they had two, you know, rookie release managers, like people who haven't been release managers before, and then one veteran release manager who had handled releases before as a team, as opposed to only having two people. They ended up with three. I don't know if that's the plan. Maybe if I had read it, uh, I could tell you. But but yeah. Manager, now is the time to throw your hat in the ring. No, I'm not. Nope, I'm not submitting my name. Why not, man? You're shooing. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> not doing it. Oh, I shouldn't yeah, be that's... so. I shouldn't be so harsh. I would love to do it, but I'm not going to. I might do it again. I, I may try to do it again sometime in yeah. the very distant future. I mean, I, I want a big release. I, I want to be a release manager for like PHP 10. That's my goal now. PHP. I'm going to start <laughs> campaigning for PHP 10. Okay, but the question is, does, does that come after 8? Yes. No, I hope not. I'm not, that, I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, Somebody release a really bad version of nine real quick so that they skip over it. Oh, let's not do that again. I thought, I thought the tech industry just generally didn't do nines. Is that a thing? Oh, well, maybe that's the thing. Uh, Apple went from eight to ten. Oh, Windows went eight to ten. Windows it? It went eight to ten. Uh, I there's a whole there's a whole like superstition about it, isn't there? I don't know. Blackmagic Design went to version 9 on their software. I just happened was, to see that today. There was today. a version 9 of Laravel as well. I think you're making this up. Yeah. Which would be on brand for you, Tom. We, we're, we're okay with that now. We, we all, we're all fine with it. Okay, thanks need, for the input. Appreciate you, you, it. Need, you need some more elephants in your background. You should come to tech. You do. I, I am working on it. I really am. But I mean, like this last month has just been 
so right. Hey, you got one of the uh, the Dutch ones, right? With the hat? Uh, yes. Hey, I love that one. That's one of my favorites. I think ours would have been better. But John shot down. Somehow, we're, we're three people on a podcast, and one person managed to shoot down something the other two agreed to. With, that we what? need our own elephant? With with the eye patch. Yeah. Because it's pretty yeah. expensive to create. Oh, if only we had some big conference that could sponsor us. If we only knew somebody who was putting in an order at the time, we could have also offset the expense. Mm, All right. Nope. Tax deductible, baby. Aren't, aren't we a 501c3? Oh, gosh. <laughs> to support me. <laughs> That is something that's so. I'll I'll go ahead and continue to pimp my. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh my gosh, I need to pull that up. I, I'm going to let John be mad at me, um, but it's really it's really John's fault because we only recorded one PHP podcast in February when we were just talking about how we're not going to do that, and we did it. But there's an article coming out in next month's. PHP Architect, and it, it, it's it's a feature article that John and I have been holding on to for a while because, fortunately, we had a pretty healthy pipeline at the time of feature articles, which isn't so healthy now. So if anybody wants to write for, for PHP Architect and you want to get your feature article like kind of to the top of the list, give us a holler. Uh, <laughs> we, we're working on a couple uh, in the pipeline now, which I'm excited about, but for, for March... There's one called A Guide to Practical Use Usage of PHP FFI. And we talked about FFI in the past. I know, Tom, you weren't a big fan of FFI, right? This, this was the ability to for PHP oh. to run other processes that aren't PHP? I'm, I'm a fan of it, but it is a security nightmare. Okay, I, I'm not gonna. I, I won't argue that with you because it might be. Uh, it might. But be you, you could say the same thing about any composer package you install if you're not careful. Good, Correct. good point. So FFI stands for Foreign Function Interface, and this is something like you can have C code or or some other code that maybe interacts with things that PHP isn't really designed to interact with, and then PHP can then interact directly with that C code. And I kind of kind of on the fringe been interested in it. like I, I like dabbling in other languages but not that much I read this article uh, who's the article from John help me out I'm looking oh from I can't pronounce this Bohuslav Simic very good article if you're a subscriber to PHP Architect give this a read you might you might feel the urge to kind of just blow over it because it's not something you've looked into he does a great. Not only not only was the article good, I learned about DuckDB. So the example he uses is this idea uh, of using this. Uh, I think it's C databases, DuckDB. That's all C, and he uses PHP to interact with it, and it's just so good. I'm like, wow, that's actually a really good solution for something you know we've looked at in the past. It's like I I need like this database, but I don't want it to be. I, 
I, I need it to do certain things and then I need to dispose of it sort of thing. Like I don't need it to be persistent, like a Redis thing. I just need it to, I, I, I don't need it to be persistent. Like my SQL, I need to be more like a, like a Redis where I just use it and abuse it and get rid of it. And uh, he has an example using DuckDB, which I looked into. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And then he has <laughs> he has all the code that he used to do it. Did you read this article yet, John? Uh, no, <clears throat> not fully yet. I read read the I article. It's it a in. good one. Yeah. It, it really, I, I I scanned it when he submitted it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I kind of understand what the article is about. But the 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 workflow that we have for releasing is I, I don't invest too much time giving that initial read too much because our one of our editors will do the, all the Grammarly stuff on it and, and get like all the wording correct so that it's, it's you know, kind of ready for publish. And then we come in and we give it a closer read and, and look at the code and make sure all that's correct. So uh, that was one of the good ones. And then, uh, and I think this is the one I also tweeted out. Finally, Beth Tucker Long's finally. I actually tweeted out a big blurb from Beth Tucker Long that was that hit me. Like this, this release was is going to be a really good release. Have we released it yet? No, we haven't. No, no, we're still no. an article or two short, actually. So, oh, that's right. I wonder why. I can't give him a hard time because he's helping us out. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest contributor this month. Uh, I'll I'll share who it is when they when they submit and and we get it published. If, but I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> it, it, it's gonna get submitted. It'll get submitted. I, I have all the confidence in the world. It'll get submitted. So uh, yeah, good good art. If you're not if if you're not a subscriber, we, you can still buy this single edition. I don't know why buy people buy single editions when you just buy a year subscription, but. Whatever. It's you do you, man. This is a good one to read. <laughs> I like it. Tom, you still with me? Still here. All right. All right. <clears throat> I have more PHP stuff. Let's hear it. I I thought hack was dead. Like I don't hear much about it. What? I th- I thought so too, isn't it? Wasn't it like no longer supported by Facebook? I don't know. All I know is Slack has open sourced Hakana, which is a type check, a type checker for hack. Hmm. And it just struck me because I, I remember hearing about hack, I think back in 2010 when I first started going to conferences. And I'm like, I, I was amazed and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I think that was still PHP five days right on the cusp of seven, if I'm not mistaken. And you're, you're we just didn't have the type hinting in the parameters or return types. You know, we were still growing as a language. Facebook took PHP and added all these things and called it hack running in HHVM, which is hip hop virtual machine. Which upset a lot of Ruby developers because they said, hey, that's ours. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't either. But the fact that Slack just open sources just made me think I was just so confused by it. I was wondering if anyone had opinions on that. Is there still a community using this? Um, huh. I would assume there's something happening with it. I mean, somebody's, well, somebody's using COBOL right now, so there's got to be at least one person <laughs> out there. 
Yeah, but COBOL has a history, right? I mean, it, it wasn't like Facebook saying, oh, hey, let's take the existing language and make the things that yeah, they're taking forever to make, which, to their credit, I think is what kicked the PHP developer, the internal developers kind of in the ass a little bit and said, okay, okay, all right, let's get to work on some of this stuff because this is ridiculous. Is hey, Facebook a guy hack language still uh, thing? I know a guy who'd promote Fox Fox Pro every time he possibly could. So, oh, that that reminds. I mean, that that's another PHP thing, or we've got the next SDPHP lined up. Oh, right. Two week, less than two weeks away, and I couldn't get somebody else to volunteer, so I'm going to hack together. Ha, hack, get it? Uh, a presentation on event sourcing. So. Come join us if you're in the area. It'll be fun. Are you, are you live streaming these? You should do that to test out this expensive live streaming equipment that you've purchased. I don't know what you're talking about. We haven't done any live streaming equipment for anything. What do you mean? It's a mystery. You're a mystery. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's still a thing, but to your point, I'm sure there's somebody out there who feels like it has I mean, value. Obviously, Slack is using it. They spent all this time writing this open source package for type checking. And it's like, yeah, it's, we, 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 we have that in PHP now with all of the static analysis. Uh, let's go to the yeah. GitHub. Let's get, see what the GitHub has. Oh, there we go. Two months ago, two months, three days ago, somebody's contributing. Seven months ago, two days ago. Yeah. I mean, it's still being worked on, still being contributed to. Still looks like it might be a thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah, more power to them. It's good to have this sort of thing out there. It keeps uh, keeps the PHP internals working hard. I've I've like seen it. shops that are running stuff that I would consider old and dead, um, just because that was the thing that they settled on at the time that they started the development, and. They don't want to transition from it, or they have, you know, they have some kind of uh, legacy monolith that they can't transition from. So they just sort of have to maintain it. Yeah, it's hard. I, I've been through so many of these massive upgrades from versions of PHP, versions of MySQL, mm -hmm. uh, versions of Asterisk, and it's like you you have to stay on top of it because I've. Once you don't, it takes so long to actually upgrade because there's going to be a, a point in time where you're like, crap, we have to if we want to make any changes to this I, or security I, I issues. I think I shared with y'all before, and I'll share again because you know we might have new listeners, but one of the most horrific things that ever ha happened to me, I, I was I was working for a big company. Uh, I'll, I'll withhold names to, to protect. Sony, their their phony station uh, reputation, but I, I I was working out. I was in operations, so I wasn't a developer at the time. And but I, one of my big things, and one of the things I take a lot of credit for there is I had introduced open source and I had introduced PHP into our into our environment. So the marketing team had put up a WordPress site. And uh, it had gotten compromised. 
And so everybody's you know yelling at everybody, trying to figure out why I got compromised. And it was a bad time for it to get compromised. It just was not that there's ever a good time, but this was a particularly bad time for it to get compromised. But pretty soon, all the fingers started pointing to me. They're like, you know, this was on our, my server. And so I get on, and I knew enough about PHP. I was pretty into PHP at the time. Uh, I knew a lot about WordPress at the time. So I'm like, all right, let me go take a look at it. And I, I had shut down the site already, so the, the compromise was an issue. But now, because it was such a big company, there's this whole process of the disk needs to get mirrored. The whole server needs to be rebuilt. You know, this whole whole thing. And I looked at it. I'm like, well, I'm like, you guys, you know, you guys haven't patched this thing in like three years. Like there are literally three years worth of patches that are missing. <laughs> and it's like, well, why weren't you patching it? I'm like, I'm not this. I didn't do that. I'm not managing the code base. I managed the server. Like, well, this is because it's open source that that we got compromised. I'm like, no, it's because of it's open source is why you shouldn't have been compromised. You should have been paying attention to it. You should have been updating it. And you didn't. And man, it just caused this like and I was I was not in any position to like push back, but I wasn't letting this go. Like they just wanted to brush it under the rug of okay, we're get, we've got to stop using open source. We've got to stop, you know, this is a this is a problem. This and I'm I just kept saying this isn't an open source issue. The reason why these compromises have been patched is because it's open source. This shouldn't have happened. And oh my gosh, it got so to your point, John. It's like it's a lot of these companies say, okay, I have this free product, I'll just deploy this free product and be done with it. Say, no, there's you still got to do work for it. you. Can't you still have to hire somebody to manage that? Like, if you think you're getting it out of hiring a developer, yeah, they don't have to develop it, but somebody's got to take care of it, somebody's got to tweak it somebody's got to make sure that it's staying current it's yeah. and you thing. don't you don't need much of a developer to maintain wordpress updates you totally don't there are people who who specialize i mean wordpress you know i don't know what they call themselves but they don't even touch code but you need somebody there who understands wordpress and and there's not like a lot to understand. Understand there's a patch available and you need to apply it. That's all you have to understand. And it's even gotten better now. Like back then, WordPress has an auto patching system now. I, I don't know the details about it, but there's some auto patching. But uh, the uh, back then, it was nothing like that. Every Every patch you had to apply yourself. It's a little better now, but I, I have to say, I did see a... Uh, an article this week that said upgrading your Laravel application to Laravel nine with shift in 20 minutes. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. It, it would have been Laravel right. 10 though, right? Is that it? Is that the one that's out Laravel 10? Yeah. But, but why did you laugh? Because I mean, for a small application, sure. Laravel shift mm-hmm. can handle it, but Big applications, the stuff that I'm used to, there's no way it's 20 minutes. There's so much you have to deal with. It's just... And and you can't say, like, hey, upgrading your application with this tool will only take 20 minutes. You can't say it would take five minutes or two hours. You don't know what application the, the person has developed how big it is. I mean, there's some marketing, but I, I think, I think the, the, the statement is 
most applications, if, if you're on nine, most applications going from nine to 10 will take 20 minutes. I, I can totally see that. I mean, granted, like I said, there's a marketing kind of twist to it, but sure. But I mean, this is the same. This is the same kind of idea that made Elon Musk think buying Twitter would be an easy thing to turn profitable. It's like, ah, oh, it's just a, it's just a website, right? Those things are easy to maintain and, and keep up to date. And and he had no understanding whatsoever of how it was actually run. So should we uh, should we talk about our little Twitter story? I'm, a, I'm I'm talking about the Twitter story since you brought it up. I, yeah, sure. I don't know how I feel about this because I'm kind of torn on it. But uh, I guess they decided to make one of the two factor authentications a Twitter blue. Um, at first I was like really kind of like that sucks, but it's it's SMS two factor which right off the bat, is not the two-factor you should be using. So why why would you make that blue? And they were saying, well, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the it's it's getting it's getting abused. They have to pay for the SMS messages and, and this and that. They have to pay thing. a lot for SMS messages. They're from what really? I yeah, from what I've read, they're getting completely fleeced on it. And it's some huge Interesting. huge uh number the, what was let me let me see if I can find it. See, I'm 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 looking at the article. I don't see anything in the actual article, but that doesn't surprise me. It's it, to me this should be something we all know. SMS two factor authentication isn't great. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be using it. They sh- they should be part of the the team helping push people past that. Like at this point, let people two-factor authentication in and say, you have to update and here's how. Like, teach people, install Google Authenticator or some other authentication Mm -hmm. app and use that. Don't rely on SMS. Or just switch to email. Like, granted, it's still, there's still a cost, but it doesn't have to be SMS. So, emails, I think, just as vulnerable as SMS, though, right? I mean, as far as, like, Somebody, you know, get, <clears throat> catching it, and yeah, of course, of course, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. If you're going to offer one of those, I mean, and and it's financially, it's a financial reason that you're doing this. Granted, maybe maybe they will make money off of it and push people to Twitter Blue. I don't know. I there. I don't think that's their goal, though. I, I think their goal is exactly what you said. I think they want people off of it. They're like, okay, if you're going to use this, you're going to pay us more for it. And that's the weird I, part is that their announcement was like, this is a security risk. If you want the security risk, you're going to have to pay us eleven dollars. I'm like, what? <laughs> is it a security risk or not? Are the people who are paying for it getting extra security? And, yeah, yeah, like. It's, yeah. If it is a security issue, just turn it off and explain that it's a security issue. But it, it is also a, a financial issue that's cost them a ton of money. Uh, I almost have the right amount here. <clears throat> but it's... Yeah, it, it's just... it's a It's a weird take. I mean, it's all of the stuff that Twitter has been doing is a weird take. Hmm. Uh, but to say like, this is a security risk. If you want to continue using it, 
then buy it. Like, just doesn't make sense. Oh, you're muted, Eric. We have another security risk to talk about. Not even a risk, a exploit. I saw I'm this. Surprised, I'm surprised John hasn't like held my feet to the fire on this one yet. This is uh, this was a bad one because I, oh, I, I, th- I I thought you were. I just put another security one in there as well. So, oh, did you? No, I was talking about LastPass got compromised. Not not a little compromise, like keys to the kingdom com- compromised. And that that, that hack that whole thing is just getting worse and worse as time goes on. So at first they were like, hey, we've been compromised. They've gotten their entire database of all the customers and all their passwords, but it's all encrypted. And, you know, all of our calculations show it's going to take like a hundred years or something to crack. Right. I, I don't know the exact number. And people, people were immediately kind of, uh, kind of, debunking this. It's like, no, it's not going to take that long, especially if you figure out how quantum computing is accelerating. And so this is this is a real problem. You guys... It gets worse than that, actually. So I was... Oh, oh you're there. Okay, <laughs> you froze for a second. Um, I was talking with one of our SDPHP members last month after the meetup mm-hmm. who's, who was a LastPass user for over a decade and they switched to one password because of it and just having this conversation. And he was laughing that LastPass boasts about having above standard encryption. And it's mm-hmm. because uh, I guess the, the standard is like a hundred thousand repetitions or a thousand repetitions, whatever the number is right. Their Their standard is like a hundred thousand and one. So they they can be above the standard, but the problem is that, that is a configure. <laughs> there, but the another problem is that's configurable in your client, and if you started back ten years ago, it was like five thousand, and if you haven't changed it over the years, they're above standard encryption. Doesn't apply to you. So, what? Yeah. So so he's saying, I went and looked after this. Mine was set to five thousand. Now it's supposed to be a hundred thousand and one, and it's like, okay, so <laughs> they're not keeping you up to date. So that's just crazy. That is absolutely insane. But this this story gets worse. I think I think uh, A Woods misspoke. I think what A Woods was saying is nobody should be using one password anymore or last pass anymore is what he should have said. He said one pass. Just use one pass or Bitwarden, um, which I I think Bitwarden is the open source uh, password manager. I, I could be wrong; it's been a while. But uh, this story even gets worse because LastPass they, they they're always like we the, their whole selling point and one of the reasons why I started using them. And if you don't know the history between John and I, there was a big back and forth on this. We ended up using LastPass for company stuff, but John, between I, John and I, I, we, I don't. <laughs> between John and I, we still use one password because he couldn't seem to get his head around LastPass. But LastPass, and I don't know, one password, one password has come a long ways. But at the time, LastPass allowed us to create teams, to create groups, to to you know, divvy up 
who can see what password. Sometimes you you can't even see the password. You can just use LastPass to do stuff. So it had a lot more uh, team stuff, team management stuff. I think one password again has come a long ways on that. The issue is is the genie's out of the bottle, right? We could switch over to one pass. Everybody, everybody in the world can switch over to one pass. The database is still out there. You still have to go through and change all your passwords if you don't have uh, two factor. But this story in particular gets worse because one password all our last pass, man, I'm getting them mixed up. Last pass has always said we can't, there's nothing we can do to read your password. It's impossible for us to read your password. With there's no way for us to read your passwords. So when this got compromised, I'm like, okay, well, if one password can't read it, you know, last then, pass. damn it. If LastPass can't read it, then what's what's the real risk here? And then this story comes out, the one the one that I was sharing earlier. I'll, I'll put it back up on the screen here. Uh, this story comes out that says, oh, yeah, well, there were a couple of people in the company who had the ability to cr- decrypt customers' databases. And, oh, oh yeah, what? their computer got ha- hacked. And, uh, yeah, that whole thing happened. So now the hackers might actually be able to decrypt we don't know. I mean, we haven't seen evidence of this, but but yeah, they have ac- they had access to our AWS S3 buckets, and yeah, it's oh, come bad. On. It is so so bad. It's so much worse than you initially thought it was, and it's frustrating. It's as as, a, as somebody who fought internally years of saying do i trust my passwords to a password manager like this and then finally doing it and like i said i use both one password and last pass i'm not giving one password a pass on this either this this is an issue right it's like okay what's one password doing differently that would have changed things had last pass done it you know like is their thing really more encrypted so that it's impossible? You know what I mean? Like so, it just it, happened to be LastPass, right? What I liked about One Password when I started using it was it was on my machine. It wasn't in the cloud. It wasn't part of, you know, somebody gets access to one spot and they have everybody's, and that's changed. It's not that way anymore. I I wish it still were. I understand why. I mean, it, it is very convenient for me to be able to log in in other locations, but I would be completely fine not having that access. Like, okay, my, my phone died. I kept my vault in my own S3 or Dropbox or some other cloud infrastructure, but it wasn't part of everybody else's where if you get compromised, I'm fine. Right. It's just not that way anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree with you. That that when you introduced me to one password, I'm like, wow, well, yeah, I kind of like this because it made sense, right? Like that was always the thing that confused me about LastPass. It's like I can't have some major <clears throat> decryption algorithm running in my browser all the time. Like I, I, I just found that like difficult to believe. But it was it was one of those things like huh, I don't know, it works. They say they say it's secure, so I'm going to use it. But with LastPass, I'm, goddamn, one password. To your point, is like it, you actually had to install a client. And I think back in the day, it was just a Mac OS thing, right? Did they always have a Windows? No, they always had you, Windows and Mac OS. 
how they did have Windows. But but you had to install the client for it to get your database and decrypt it. I'm like, all right, that makes a lot more sense. You know, that makes more. It it's weird because the data is still out there somewhere, but it just like felt more secure. You know, like you you know you're pulling it down from the cloud somewhere, but you're not interacting with it in the cloud. You're interacting it with it locally and. It always it did feel more secure. I will I will give you that. Yeah, it, like I said, it's more one pass one password, last pass. They're targets. So somebody gets access to their system, they get access not only to my passwords but everybody else's. That's to me, that's the difference. Yes, mm-hmm. I could be targeted, and my passwords could be stolen, but it's not going to be because of that type of attack. Where now a hacker knows they've got password data because they attacked a password site. Right. I I just want to say I've been asked many times what I'm going to do with server like home servers in this gigantic rack here. And one of the things is self-hosted Bitwarden. Just a totally self-hosted password manager that all of my family can use and sync to that I can maintain and None of it's out on someone else's server. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but so it's the server. It goes back to that where it's you host it locally. Yeah, I tell you, man, I I wish they'd sponsor us, but couple that with Tailscale, where the, the only way you can access your vault is if you're on the if you're on Tailscale, and that's a pretty good solution, man. Pretty good solution. I like. I, I I just love, absolutely love Tailscale. I know I talk about that all the time. I wish they'd sponsor us. So I feel better about talking about it. But you know who does sponsor us? Let's see how this works. Our Patreons on Patreon. Yay! Yay! Our Patreons on Patreon. We do appreciate your sponsorship, and it's paying for this right now. So <laughs> we'll see how that works out. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and keep them up for a while. Did you say, did you want to talk about this other story, John? I mean, we might as well. Doom and gloom uh, show here. I guess so. Uh, GoDaddy had a multi-year breach. What? Multi-year? Multi-year. Somebody got access to their systems and basically just lurked for years, grabbing stuff they wanted and uh, most recent event occurred last December where they gained access to the cPanel servers. Oh, uh, God, I yeah. remember running so many so, web pages through cPanel. So they did it where they would intermittently redirect sites to compromised sites. So it wasn't like every what? time you went somewhere, it was like, yeah, how smart is that, right? I always thought that when crooks are, they, they make it so obvious because it's like all of a sudden they redirect everything. But if it was intermittent and like some people like, Hey, I went to your site and I ended up over here and you go and looking like, what are you talking about? It works fine for me. Right. You call them, you right. call them crazy. Right. Yeah. And, and you get even just a small percentage of people visiting those sites, going to your compromise site. You could sit there forever and not be caught. Yeah, yeah. Take, uh, how do you even? How do you even? Like, it would have to be just a random thing that somebody would catch you, right? That's that is nasty. That is so nasty. I didn't realize. I mean, I knew GoDaddy was big, but 
four billion dollars in revenue in 2022. Man, who who has not used cPanel? C- it's been a, uh, been a long time, but yeah. Dude, I. I, I remember installing this on servers, mm-hmm. like yeah. the cPanel. Yeah, holy god! I man. I use it to SSH into servers and yeah. God, that's crazy. Uh, man, I think back. I think back. To some of them. I mean, not mis- they weren't weren't really mistakes at the time. I guess. Um, but I used to use. Uh, oh, that's what it was. I pushed like I said I pushed open sources at this company and I got Red Hat servers. They were a Microsoft shop paying a lot of money for stuff and I had installed a Red Hat server and I knew enough command line stuff to get Apache running to deploy a website and all that. But the other admins they're like, "There's no GUI. Like, how do you do anything?" I'm like, "Yeah, you gotta, you know, it's all command line. Like, this is stupid. We're not going to use this." So I, I went looking for a solution. There, there was a package. It's probably still a package. There's a package out there called Webmin. That you yep. I remember Webmin. I love. Remember Webmin? I, I'm pretty sure that was PHP actually in, was. in the back end. Yeah. It oh man, it, it, it changed the game for me because like all of a yeah. sudden all my um, it all my you to manage your servers. Yep, everything was, and it was not only to let you manage your servers, but let you do it through your web browser. Like you didn't even yep. have to install anything. And, oh my god, it, I remember it, it lets how you configure. Was. Yeah, you got to configure Apache, and yep. You, it actually had plugins, didn't it, where you, you could do all sorts of different things through there. Yeah, there was. A, I remember there was something you did. Like I, I think it lets you. God, did it let you like partition disk or something? I remember it did yeah. something. Where like one of the administrators is like, I can't believe I can do this like this. This is awesome. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm happy you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was great. Webman was shit. Yeah, P- so we got Discord. I mean, I should throw up chat here. We got Discord talking. PHP I, my admin. I still have somebody that uses it, and it drives me nuts. You it's know, like I go only back one person. Yeah, I mean, if you use it locally. I'm I'm not gonna fault you because it's like eh, it's whatever you know it's it's access to the database but don't they use, use it, it like, for production. Yeah, that's that feels like dangerous. <laughs> but but if you think about it, if you think about it, your application's talking to the database, so it's yeah. like eh, it's a hard. I mean, you just have to make sure that thing is locked down. Oh, we've man. gotten we've gotten way better at doing that back in the day. Yeah. No, it was just out there. I was like, "This no, this can't be like this." <laughs> oh, I remember the first time I got cable internet, and like all the ports were open to my house. I was running a web server on port eighty <laughs> out of my house, and I got uh, I got slash dotted once. I remember I, I woke up in the morning. I'm like, "What's that noise?" <laughs> like I walk into my office, and my little disc is like, "I'm like, what's going on with my server?" And so I like unplugged everything and I plugged it back in. I I, got, I had this. I put up a, a fan site. As a matter of fact, it was a fan site for. Um, you guys will probably remember this. Uh, what was it called at the time? I think it was ZDTV at the time, hmm. and then it became Tech TV. Tech TV, right? Yeah. Oh, ZDNet's channel. Yeah, ZDNet, and I put up a fan site on there. Uh, 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 my God, and it got hammered. My that poor little server got hammered. So uh, yeah, those were the days, man. Everything was open. 
We're just pointing out how old we are. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. But um, I mean, you, right. you say that you're getting better at it, but I mean, like the fact that LastPass got breached and GoDaddy got breached, it's like, I don't know. Eventually, you're eventually you're gonna get compromised. It feels like no matter yeah, where right. you everybody. It's it's like owning a house, right? Somebody's gonna break in your house at some point, or somebody's gonna try to break into your house at some point. Right. You know, all you can do is prepare, and hopefully, hopefully they don't get in. If you if they do get in, you have plan plan in place to take care of it. You know, it's it's you know it's a hard world we live in, but it's how we make a living. All right. Uh, anything else we want to touch on before we wrap it up? I think we are, we're a little over an hour in. Matter of fact, we're an hour and 15 minutes in. We can see that. And we have eight viewers still watching, which is uh, kind of amazing, to be honest with you. We've lost our West Coast, our, our East Coast watchers. So, all right. Hey, anything else? Week. We wrap it up? So, until next time. Until right, that next Thursday, I will be I will be broadcasting live from San Jose next week. All right, very excited about that. We're, we're, we can't wait. I mean, you just get your brand new office; it's all pretty and stuff, and now you're leaving. It has produced a considerable amount of stress that we are still not done moving, and I have to pack a bag and leave. Yes, <laughs> or that we literally moved into a house at one point. And didn't unpack. We lived there for about. We lived there a couple years. I mean, we unpack like the the essentials, but our garage still has so many boxes just packed up. And then we we moved again. It's like, well, half the house is already packed. We just threw it in the truck and took off. Yeah, it it was is an awful experience, and my poor cats who are who are going a little crazy. We had I told you they've got like I've got a nice little camp for one of the cats now. That still hasn't acclimated, but uh, they had been underneath our bed. And then last night at like 1.30 a.m., one of them just starts meowing really, really loud. Didn't know how, didn't know where the litter box was and just couldn't hold it in anymore. Aww. And that smelled so bad. Don't need that information. Appreciate oh. it. Though. All right. I, I, I definitely think we've run out of steam. Tom's talking about cats going in the bathroom. I don't. I don't. We started talking about dogs. To be fair. To be fair, you started talking about getting a haircut at an airport, and we're wrapping up with you talking about your cat freaking out. So I need to be able to get a haircut at an airport. That's all. I'm not saying. our greatest show. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know uh, if you're in Discord, if or if you watch the stream later. Give us a comment. Uh, comment below. Uh, subscribe. How, how do they do that? Uh, I'm pointing at John here. Watch this. I can, I can flip us. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, comment below. Let us know how you like the stream. I don't know what to do about the Discord piece. Um, and it's kind of a big part. The other thing I, I haven't been doing is uh, I haven't been running. Here, here's our Patreons. If I wanted to run it below, below, I don't know. That's not going too fast. It seems so much faster before. But I haven't, I haven't been running our Patreon supporters. Our little scroll, I mean, it's a little, distra- it's a little distracting, right? right? Don't you think? What do you think? A little bit. Hmm. I don't know. I think right. Maybe, maybe I'll run it next week. There's all sorts of things I haven't done yet. 
we have our little uh where, where are those other things at or uh here you can join us in our discord boom discord i don't know what the qr code does there's no link but yeah i can uh the thing and put QR codes up. Apparently, they're big on QR codes. I don't know what the story is with that. So, let's know what you think of it. Uh, OBS is not dead to us. We we may go back to OBS, but we want to try something different. Um, I'm not hating it, but it's gonna, it would take some getting used to for me personally. We'll see how it goes. Okay, that's going to be it for episode 325. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, Keep it, it up. up. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to PHP, the ugly. It's called ugly, cause it's not professional. But I'm about to come through and bless it with style. So let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room. Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom. That came from Thomas. Yeah, can nobody go beyond this? I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise. Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish. We talking about the PHP, the programming language. About to break it down, no exaggeration. What do y'all do for a living? Web applications. Okay, I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. YouTube. So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing, keep it ugly We ending every show with the saying it's lovely Let's go Yeah, come on